0: Coming up, we now know the next house for Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, Volcano Bay starts messing with their menus, and later on, we will have a dining review of Blondie's, which was absolutely terrible. All this and more from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Dism <laughs> This is episode 138 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined by alongside by not my co-host but another special guest and our newest uh our newest employee here at The Diz and that is Mr. Tyler Crouch. Hey, how's it going everybody? Yeah, so uh, yeah, because uh, Rhino is currently off on vacation. This is Tyler's first week starting here with us. Uh, so he's in town. He's based out of um, he's based out of California, the uh, specifically Southern California, where you'll find all those great theme parks um, that people want to travel there to and like uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, you're a you're an expert at that park and Disneyland as well. Exactly, and, many parks. Yes, many yeah. just.
1: All parks. Go, Yeah, go and see my introduction on the Tuesday show. That will yeah. make it easy. Yeah, that was only two days ago. <laughs>
0: Chances are, if you watch a show, you also watch that one. So not a really big deal. But yeah, so uh, Rhino and I did pre-record a whole bunch of episodes uh, before he left for his trip to Ireland. Uh, but unfortunately, there's been a lot of news since he, he left. Um, and like last week, we were able to sneak in right at the last second, the Dragon Challenge closing uh, uh, at universal but since then even it, it's just it, it's kept going um and it's been very event crazy heavy going on so uh luckily instead of me having to sit here and do this by myself tyler volunteered to sit in and, and kind of discuss these with me too so I'm such a nice guy what can i say you are i mean it's it's not like you're getting paid for this so <laughs> exactly <laughs> But uh, without uh, delaying this any longer, I want to get into the the first story that I want to talk about as I teased earlier. And that is, we now know, the next house for Halloween Horror Nights 27. And actually, it's also going to be out in Universal Studios Hollywood at their Halloween Horror Nights event, too. And that is ash versus evil dead so this is a um this house is going to be based on the very popular stars original series um which if you don't know anything about that that is essentially a follow-up to the evil dead movie series which includes the evil dead the evil dead 2 and then Army of Darkness. So good old fashioned campy Sam Raimi with Bruce Campbell uh, walking around with his chain his boomsticks,
1: all that goodness. So um, I'm y- looking forward to it. I yep. definitely am. I, I, I've never seen the show. I've seen a little bit of the show. Okay. But I've seen the movies, obviously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm really looking forward to. So. And, uh, I've never watched the show at all, too. I yeah. don't have stars. Um, so, yeah. W- without illegally stealing them, uh, or I guess buying the, the Blu-rays or the DVDs of them, I right. I just have had no way to do it. But um, I'm, I'm not really a fan of Army of Darkness. I think it's a little too cheesy. I love Evil Dead 2. Um so, so
1: you might not be the biggest fan of Ash versus Evil Dead because I've heard it's very – I mean, and then from what I've seen, I did see like the one episode. It's very – it is very cheesy. It's supposed to be kind of comical. But, but I like the I like the comical side of it. Yeah. I
0: just – the problem with Army of Darkness is it went so far away and like going back to medieval times, it just – yeah while it was goofy, it didn't fit in with the same tone of right. the first two movies. And of course, uh, if you don't know anything about this series, the first movie isn't even – it's not a comedy at all. It is like Sam Raimi did his best to make this this horror movie and it just while it wasn't scary at all, it was it still had some iconic moments. So then he goes to make Evil Dead 2 and that essentially turns into just oh, almost like a complete replica of the first movie. But right. he embraced, embraced the camp in that one right. and said, yeah, he let's realized, just go all out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of became one of those Fast and the Furious things, right? Where Fast and the Furious didn't necessarily begin knowing about itself. Yeah. And then it moved on. Yeah, no. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah.
0: once, once you embrace the what people are enjoying about it and you really like take advantage of that then you can do something big out of it and i mean yeah it's it's huge um that even evil dead spawned an actual a, a horror remake of the original one, um, just just a few be- years back, and uh, they they did a house at Halloween Horror Nights on that one too. I think they've done an Evil Dead house. They have,
1: they have, yes. This
0: isn't the first Evil Dead house they've done. Yeah. But. So um, I, you know, they, I, I did the one that was based on the remake of the movie, and that was actually a that was a pretty good house from cool. what I can recall my memory cool. on that. So I'm excited for this one.
1: Yeah, I, I. Uh, I, I they just had an event a convention out in LA called Midsummer Scream yeah. and John Murdy and Chris Williams who work at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood doing ho- uh, Halloween Horror Nights over there they talked about Ash versus Evil Dead and they were saying that it's going to have the cabin from the original yeah. movie and it's going to have you know the trailer that Bruce Campbell, you know, he lives in and so it it'll be interesting to see how similar the Florida one is to the yeah. Hollywood one if it's going to have kind of the movies in it as well, so. and that's that's always the exciting
0: part about um, if you have the opportunity to visit vo- both events on both coasts. As we've said over and over again: don't think that just because you know you live in Hollywood or you live closer on the East Coast to Florida, don't think that only like. Uh, because I'm going to this one, I don't have to go to that one. While they share the same intellectual properties, because well, it makes sense financially. Um, the creative design for the house is done by two separate people, and so uh, they are. While they share the same property, it's they're completely unique. There's almost no no uh, correlation, even though it's the same look and the same aesthetic, the same feels. It's just completely different. Right. So they'll
1: have a conversation, and I think that's about where it ends. Yeah. Um, that usually is. So
0: yeah. for this house in particular, Universal described this as the Ash versus Evil Dead maze will transport guests into the town of Elk Grove, Michigan, where they will encounter deadites, people or objects possessed by evil demons that have been unwittingly in- unleashed by Ash Williams. Again, throughout the maze, guests will come face to face with disturbing characters and iconic comedic and gory scenes from seasons one and two as they desperately try to escape all things evil before it's too late. So, uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this yeah. one.
1: Sounds like it may focus more on the show than the Hollywood one. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I, I don't know about you, but I'm always a fan of when they do these kind of like
0: comedic houses. Um, yeah. Sometimes sometimes it goes really well. Um, some of my favorite houses of all time have been ones that embrace the comedy. Uh, other times, they've been some of the worst houses in general. But I, I think this one has the potential to be up there. Right.
1: I don't mean to keep on bringing Hollywood up, no. but I don't know if you did two years ago, This Is The End. I did not, no. But that was not, not the best house I've ever been through. Yeah. But it was still like you know for a comedy movie you're like okay this is actually pretty good you know and it made me watch the movie and it it fit in with the movie so yeah
0: the the first um the my first halloween horror nights or second i don't even remember out here my favorite house and it's still one of my favorite houses to this day was hr blood and guts and it basically (laughs) was uh, going throughout all of the holidays but with that sick twisted uh evil side to it and you know, I, I love when they they get it right. When they get it wrong, you have something like the year that Penn and Teller had oh, their yeah, 3D house, um,
1: oh. or uh, even last year's uh, Chance House. I was not
0: a big yeah, fan. Yeah, that was also along those lines where yeah. it just didn't quite work out. Um, this is, this has promise, and so I mean, looking at it, we now know on both coasts, um, while we're getting American Horror Story with seasons uh, two, three, and six out. Um, out in hollywood you're just going to have one that is based on uh roanoke right or is it based on the new season
1: yeah the roanoke is the new season yeah well that's well there's a new season coming out but it's the newest season that's that's been out already yeah
0: yours is yours is only about roanoke where ours is taking in asylum and um coven exactly exactly and then of course we will also both share the shining which that has me most excited uh
1: and yeah, I, I I again, uh John Murdy and Chris Williams were out there in LA talking and they were saying, What are the things that you think of in The Shining? And they said the blood elevator and, you know, uh the, the, the big wheel down the hallway and the twins and they named basically everything. They showed us pictures of the I know this is Hollywood again, but they yeah. showed us pictures of the carpet. oh and yeah. it was amazing. It looked just like the hotel. So I guarantee if they made the carpet for Hollywood, they also made it for Florida. Oh, yeah. So so okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing The Shining House. It's going to yeah. be awesome.
0: We got our first tease back at the carpet last year with our American Horror Story house for a uh, hotel. Right. The hotel section, they had the carpet in there. So uh, I, I know they're bringing it back. They yeah. already made it. So they made it once; they're going to make it again. Um, but we are going to shift now to the next event um, that is that will be happening uh, not not right after Halloween Horror Nights, a couple months after, and that is Universal Mardi Gras 2018. So, uh, of course, it will be returning. Uh, no one expected it or no one didn't expect it not to i mean it's been every single year for as long as i know and uh but we do know that it's going to have a uh, record record record-breaking amount of dates so it is going to run every night starting february 3rd 2018 through april 7th 2018 so if you're trying to count that up in your head it is 64 consecutive days um of (laughs) universal mardi gras that's a lot of mardi gras it is. And uh you know, the goofy part about it too is, you know, it starts February third, so it, it, it's great for like that first month, but then as soon as Mardi Gras is over, while well, you enjoy it because you know there's gonna be like good concerts coming up right. and and the food's always solid. This year they, they kinda took it to the next level with getting good craft beer choices in as well instead of just sticking to Bud Miller and then usually a beta because that's out of out of um Louisiana, but yeah, no, they they really upped it this past year by doing it consecutively uh, night after night. Of course, they still do the big marquee concerts um, on on select weekend nights, not not during the weekday and um, you know, we don't know the acts that there's going to be this year. That won't be released until much much later on closer to the event, usually about a month out. Pitbull every night. Yeah, right. <laughs> Luckily, Pitbull didn't come last year, so I didn't have to lose my mind on air. He wasn't Um, invited. No, and hopefully he's not invited this year now that he's no longer the whatever ambassador to Florida that he was. One point uh, in time, you,
1: you got you, Florida people, do your own Florida thing. I don't know nothing about Pitbull being an ambassador or anything. Oh, y- yeah, he was like, visit Florida's <laughs> ambassador, which I don't know who was thinking
0: that that was a good idea. But, uh, you know, of course, in the past, big acts like uh, Kelly Clarkson have come through. Right. Um, you know, usually people who aren't going to sell out a stadium but people who uh definitely haven't lost it all yet like my favorite concert i've ever seen for mardi gras still was uh huey lewis and the news which just
1: yeah that's cla- good. classic yeah, yeah no. that's good good um, stuff
0: Yeah, no, it it really is. So, yeah, start planning now. Sometime between uh, February 3rd and April 7th, go. Of course, the the parade will run every single night. The food will be available every night. I'm guessing just like last time, too, for uh, annual pass holders and such, there's going to be a a happy hour where you get discounts on all the food um, before. So, yeah, if you need any more information on Universal Mardi Gras, make sure you head over to our website, universal.wdwinfo.com. You'll be able to find videos on last year's event. And such, so that way you can decide whether or not this event is for you. So, the last thing I am going to wrap up here with the news is, um, you know, we've we've been trying to cover Volcano Bay as much as we can um, every week, kind of, well, not every week, but every every couple weeks, we give you a little bit of update of what's happening with it. Um, And this was really big news, kind of over uh, this past weekend, and that's that Volcano Bay just went crazy and started slashing things off their menus uh which was absolutely surprising <clears> because <throat> before the park opened up uh, in the months leading up to it literally every single thing that they they put out almost always included what there's going to be over 60 food options available
1: right and well it's always been one of the weirdest things too is that it was by far the best quick service to get out of yeah. all of the universal theme parks and and you were just like, wow, this is like, I w- hopefully they'll step up the other theme park soon. Yeah. And in a way, they kind of took it back. They dial- dialed Volcano Bay down. You're like, what yeah. is going on?
0: I know. And it's uh, like, besides the Wizarding World of Harry Potter restaurants, and I would actually even argue just more or less only, um, only Leaky Cauldron. Three Broomsticks is good, but... It's a little too basic, yep. but Leaky Cauldron's still great. And then some of the food options on Fast Food Fast Food Boulevard in uh, Springfield. Besides those, everything at Volcano Bay was some of the best stuff that yeah. was made for Universal. He, I mean, rivals anything put up at Disney in terms of creativity, execution, uh, and and price. On top
1: of that, really good. Right. So, well, the thing to remember about Volcano Bay too is it's like. You, Volcano Bay is designed for you to be spending half of the day or more yeah. doing nothing, chilling. Like, um, so when you're getting rid of all this food, it's a real bummer because that was like half of the yeah. you know that was half of the fun. Is like, oh, I know that I'm gonna be hanging out. Uh, you know, when I went, I got a cabana and we looked at the menu and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Now it probably wouldn't be as nice. You know, I mean, to yeah. be honest. So. Well, and I I will say this. Um, the one thing about it is they didn't
0: like. They didn't just destroy it. They, they still do have a lot of the really creative food items on the menu. Um, but they did get rid of some of the ones that I did taste that I thought were exceptional. Uh, the 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 big one being the ribs that they offered there. When we had our, our preview of Volcano Bay, that's one of the things that I tried. And they, they were absolutely phenomenal. Um, but They got to- rid of some tacos, right? They got, well, the, the taco stand, it was the Leaping Free leaping not freak (laughs) um the leaping frog taco stand and essentially they got rid of all the tacos that they served there and they added onto the menu there a foot-long corn dog a foot-long hot dog and loaded nachos so the taco stand now that still is the leaping frog tacos has no tacos in it um available at all um and all said and done it was around uh i believe 25 or 26 items that were dropped um and you know one of the things that they got rid of that i was happy to see they had the footlong pretzel dog which rhino and i had uh the first day and like in theory this thing was should have been amazing and it was just really gross um they got they got rid of some of the specialty burgers going along with it uh it got rid of while well, well they have, they got rid of at least one pizza item and yeah, it really slimmed it down. And the thing is, we don't know why they did it. Right. Is Right. Is it because um, wait times for the food was taking that long that they figured, let's slim the menu down so that way we're only cooking these few items, get them out quicker? Was it just that they weren't popular?
1: Right. I have or, no idea. or was it even something more sinister where it was just kind of like, hey, let's just tell everybody we have all this great food and have everybody, you know, talk about how great the food is and then we have it out there. Yeah. that the food is great and then we can pull some of it back later.
0: Yeah. You know? I I just I have no idea why why these changes were made. I'm really really interested in finding out regardless. It's a shame. Um I'm not saying like don't don't like completely ax your plans of going to volcano bay but like one of the things i was telling one of my friends uh who he was on the the verge of deciding like I'm, I'm not really gonna go to volcano that volcano bay that much to go into the water and do the slides and stuff maybe every once in a while but in terms of a place to go and grab uh food and drinks maybe i should add it on for that and you know my advice was yeah if you if you can afford it which it's basically like just less than buying two one-day tickets there to upgrade a pass to to have access to it. It's completely, completely worth it, especially for the dining and uh, drinking options on there. Right, A lot of really good stuff, but now that they cut it down, I'd have to, I'd have to rethink that if, if it still is a viable option for people who just want to go and experience yeah, that side if, of it.
1: If you're not going to go there for rides, uh, I used to – you're right. If yeah. you're not going to go there for rides and you just wanted to hang out and, and I used to say maybe it would have been worth it. But, yeah. yeah. It, it's really
0: tough. But, um yeah. So it's sad. We'll see if stuff starts making its way back on. Um, I I know the the feedback at least I've been seeing, it's been kind of 50-50. Some people are pissed off about it. Other people are accepting of it and uh, say, you know what, there's still a lot of stuff on there that's good. So no reason to get too upset yeah. about it. So. It's just
1: strange. It's just yeah. a weird thing to happen.
0: Yeah. It know? came at a very bizarre time when Volcano Bay and Universal are trying to do whatever they can to turn around the the negative spin that's been put on that park because of the issues that they've had with Virtual Line System, the fact that they've um, hit capacity basically every single day yeah. before noon, and that um, they're
1: not even ready. Is it? You know no. what? I haven't been in. It's been about a month and a half, I guess, but it was not yeah. finished when I went. No, it, and it is. It's still not finished, um a lot of it's the effects
0: and the little interactive elements that just haven't quite made it in yet the the uh the volcano, all the effects at night with the um eruptions and stuff while they've they've got a little bit of it done and finished they're still. They're still perfecting everything in right. there, and they will be for probably another couple months too. But it, it's really tough when people are excited to get in there and see it, and it just wasn't ready.
1: Uh, it, what can they do? They they told people a date, and um, you don't know. You, I don't know yeah. whose fault it was. I don't know if it was the ride manufacturers or if it was Universal Creative or whose. But yeah, it's it's on all of them. But yeah, probably yeah.
0: No, so that is uh, basically it for the news. So at this point in time, um, uh, we actually, Rhino and I did record a little bit of um, what we are doing with the next part of this show. And that is our dining review at Blondie's. So just in case I'm not remembering what we already recorded, I'm going to, uh, to kind of summarize it. We, uh, we went and did another in-park eating segment dining segment, not eating. That sounds so uncivilized. Uh, we did another one of those at Blondie's, which is a quick service restaurant in Toon Lagoon, home of the Dagwood Sandwich. Um, it was really garbage, uh, just a really terrible experience. And uh, I, it's a shame that you all have to listen to it. Like, Don't turn it off. It's really entertaining. But um, it's it, 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 you'll get more out of listening and watching it then you will Than we got out of actually experiencing it so we are going to go ahead and show you everything that happened with blondies now hello today we are outside of blondies in toon lagoon rhino why is that well i'm hungry yep we're hungry so we're going to go eat at Blondie's, uh, something that you've never done before? Nope, I've only walked by, The sandwich that makes up the queue looks pretty delicious. but Yeah, I've uh, eaten here once a while back, um, a long time ago, so it's time to definitely revisit it. So, much like Toon Lagoon, it's just a lot happening all at once. Yeah, so, like sensory overload a little bit. Yeah, a lot of sensory overload, but I have zero expectations going into this. so. I hope I'm not disappointed at all. Well, so, I'm so hungry, I don't think I can be. Well, there you so go. That's really rock bottom right there. Is that? It? That's. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. So let's go on ahead inside and check it out. Well, we're about 20 minutes into this experience so far, and I am already regretting every little bit of it. Um, The line was just a ridiculous mess, like people were just cutting in front of each other and just no regard for human nature and civility and then you get up there and you find out that this is like the slowest food making process in the world and the sad part is like the big thing here is Dagwood and it's a pre-made sandwich. They do need to order subs, but they take longer They take longer than Publix. And if you've ever been to Publix for a Pub sub, you know how long that takes. And just a complete mess. And then you get in here, the entire place is in disarray. There's no one cleaning anything. It's just a disgusting mess. And the food doesn't look that much more appealing either. So um, I ended up going with the Reuben Dog, which is a, a foot-long... Nathan's hot dog. Reuben style, so there's Thousand Island, Swiss cheese, and sauerkraut on it. Just, my life's full of regrets. At least the baby! I didn't even get into it. bad i get what they're going with but freaking hot dog hall of fame is just like right outside the park and you can get a much better hot dog but i'm also grumpy because of the conditions that we just went through so i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on this a while i do enjoy the crinkle cut fries so i'm a fan of crinkle cuts Yeah,
2: that hits the spot. Rhino, let's go to you. Yeah, so I completely agree with Craig. It is filthy in here. And I'm like, oh, it's filthy, filthy, girl. No, I don't even know what I just said, but it is just gross. I like, it, my hand sanitizer wipes just paid for themselves. So, um, also, I was super disappointed because I thought we should get the signature sandwich, the Dagwood. We just watched them make all these subs in line, and it's one that's pre-made. So it just gets pulled out of our refrigerator. And I'm like, ugh. And on top of that, it has an olive on top, which I know, oh, whatever, it comes with all, gross. I don't like olives. So that's coming off. Um, but you can see it's not quite as, uh, not impressive, not as impressive as it was described to be. So, I'm gonna take my first bite of this before I add anything to it. The bun's nice and fluffy. Alright, I mean it's, it's good, the bread. The bread's good. This is supposed to be an onion um, bread, though. I'll actually read you the description. I don't know what this blue thing is on the end here, too. I don't know if you can see this. I'm not sure that this is supposed to be here or not. Um, so, hold up. Let me read you what the actual description of this sandwich is. The dogwood sandwich is a fresh-baked onion and poppy seed bread. Alright high with baked ham, turkey, roast beef, American Swiss cheese topped with lettuce, tomatoes, mayonnaise, and mustard. $9.99, $12.49 for the, for the meal. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. I It's not terrible, but it's like, you can make this in your hotel room and bring it in your backpack. Or maybe you can't, because I don't think you can bring food into the park anymore. But regardless, I'm going to have to take a couple more bites before I weigh in here and figure out what this really is that was on my sandwich.
0: So we've come a long way. Um as we've been sitting here, I've had a couple more bites of the hot dog. And there is a whole weird thing of textures happening now. Um, Rhino pointed it out, I was just about to say the exact same thing. The cheese is half melted, but like not all the way there. Like it couldn't commit to melting. there's like moisture all over top of it now. Um, Combine that with the soggy sauerkraut in the Thousand Island, it's... (laughs) I'm eating it.
2: You just said how
0: gross it is. I'm hoping that...
2: Are you crying?
0: I'm hoping that it will change the more I eat it just not changing. And the sad thing is I'm going to eat it all. So, Rhino, how do you
2: feel about the decor in here? Um, its it, I mean, it fits in with the rest of the Tomb Lagoon area. It's that comic book cutout feel that they have everywhere. And I'd say it carries in here well. There is a, uh, that you pointed out to me, a, a A concerning little crab man up here in his bowl that I thought was a bagel, maybe, and he, I don't know if he's happy or he's terrified that he's about to be eaten or smushed or I'm just not sure what his feelings are so there's kind of like a, it's like a Warshak test almost like I think you, you are that crab in here Um, but I mean it is what it is. It's really small in here, though. There's not a lot of seating, and a lot of the seating are bigger tables. So it's like you're not going to share with people at a theme park, probably, unless you're in Harry Potter World. Uh, Harry Potter World. Who am I? Unless you're in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Um, but it, it's it, it is just like the rest of it. It's all it's kind of a lot of uh, a lot of weird colors, a lot of a lot of stuff coming at you. Yeah, I kind of have the same opinion
0: overall, um, the seating area in here is the thing that I can't get over. It is just so cramped in here that I feel like, I feel like it's triple as loud as it should be in here. And I mean, that's kind of like the same thing we went through with Mel's. We complained that it was so loud in there, but that was loud because there was a ton of people. Here, there there can't be, there's maybe 30 people in here. And it is so incredibly noisy. and. I just It's an overload. The people need to be dispersed out. I need to get out of here as soon as possible. Um, the decor and stuff, my big thing I can't get over is there's there's all these like pictures of the Dagwood, and, and there's like this cool little thing where it's um, how to make the Dagwood, meaning the architecture, and the ingredients, all that. Except then, we saw your Dagwood. They can't make the sandwich look like, the actual Dagwood in all the pictures. If you can't recreate it in the pictures, why are you gonna sell this sandwich anyways? But like I, I just... I just don't understand it. This place... It looks like it has so much promise from the outside when you see a giant sandwich. And then, it, it, really, you find out this is where your dreams come to die. Like, how... I'm a a big proponent of always take pride in whatever you do. Even if you're not doing anything big, always take pride. And I feel like just everyone who's surrounded in this restaurant has just had to be okay with giving up a little bit. It's sad. It is only fitting that we walked right out of Blondie's and it is now thunderstorming and raining. Um, because that's the mood I'm in after eating there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I really,
2: I'm kind of at a loss for words right now. It's not a place you want to come to and stop and grab something quick, one, or you're not getting the reprieve from the heat, really, because it's so packed in there, like you said. There's no um, relaxation. There's, You know what I mean? When you're when you're hot, it's sweaty, it's Florida, you want to go to a quick service place that at least maybe you can sit down and take a beat and take a second. I'd say yeah. that's, that would... You'd be going from what might be bad for you into worse. Yeah, and for the two of us, with our annual pass discount, it was still
0: $27. It was ridiculously overpriced. And I know all theme park food's
2: overpriced. Yeah. But, but trust me, for the quality, this was very overpriced. Um, I mean, it, Craig, Craig, made a, Craig made a great point, too, about you, you got a giant sandwich on the outside. You got me. You got me hooked. And then you come in, and there's these things on the wall about the architecture of the sandwich. And then you get the sandwich, and it's nothing like that. Yeah, no. It's just you lied to me. I I
0: don't know how many different ways to say Blondie's is a piece of crap,
2: but that that's just it. At I the think end it's it. time for this area to go. Yeah, you know what? Like, I as, as much, much as I love old, you know the the, the the Sunday cartoons and stuff like that, and I love Popeye, you know as a as I a love person. Du- I love Dudley Do Right.
0: I love I love Popeyes. I love the attractions here. I even like the cartoons
2: that represent. But the food sucks. Yeah, it's time to elevate some of this. When yeah. The rest of your park is hitting on all cylinders. And you got this kind of kind of a dud area, you know? Yep.
0: So, and Blondie fits in perfectly there. So, home of the Dagwood. But today, it's home of everything awful. More like Deadwood. Like food. a TV show, am I right? But that's beloved. That's true. Part. Yeah. Okay. Right, it's raining heavier. Let's go. Yep. See ya. Gosh, that is an experience I wish I could forget.
2: Oh yeah, but unfortunately, I for me it's just like well then there is there any redeeming quality in Toon Lagoon now? Yeah, I mean I mean I rip Ripsaw Falls, yeah, yeah Ripsaw Falls, Popeye and Bluedos. It's uh, Toon
0: Lagoon is at the point where all dining in there yeah. is is terrible.
2: It's, um, it's it's worse. It is worse than Mels. It was worse than how I felt about yeah. Mels when we were eating when I ate that sandwich that was made out of God knows what. Like, and I I just it's it's it was small, it was cramped, it just was filthy and dirty and slow. And like, you can't give me a sandwich that looks like that. Like, your sandwich, um, you're eating on the wall with the pictures of the sandwich on the walls, and then you give me this really terrible sandwich.
0: Okay, we also didn't talk about it while we were there, um, but when we were having issues which which line are we going to choose and people jumping in front and all that the line we eventually got up to the counter to the line that we were going to go into and the person who was making the food in that one literally just had sweat pouring like uh, beating off his face and starting to pour down where we had to then go back into the other line specifically because yeah. i i know there had to be sweat dropping off into the ingredients in the food like and i almost i rhino and i seriously we are looking at each other like we might walk out you yeah. know it just it, there's got to be some cross-contamination issues there and um just absolutely disgusting not even talking about the cleanliness of the restaurant in general if i don't know that if i can't like trust that my food was made without sweat pouring into it um Ugh. i i want metaphorical sweat blood and sweat going into my food. I don't want literal blood and sweat going into my food. That's just absolutely disgusting. I just, it, it hurts my stomach. It makes me want to not eat, knowing that we could have been ingesting someone else's uh, bodily food. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, just repulsive from the start. Uh, And then, like, thinking about it more, yeah, the, the Dagwood, that should have been big and impressive. It was such a sad already pre-made sandwich
2: you made a weenie on the outside of your restaurant about a giant sandwich and then it's yeah the fact that the fact that the other just regular sandwiches were being made on the spot but the dagwood was not like what the what the hell yeah well in
0: (laughs) on top of that too like think it we didn't get the made-to-order subs but Watched a lot of people get them, and I'm going to say, like, you know, the the sub made to order with maybe six inches, and they would maybe put, like, three slices of deli meat on top of it, the bare-bones amount of iceberg lettuce, and uh, barely any toppings on it, like – it looked like if if you were a child going to Subway and said, I just want one piece of cheese on it. That's all I want on my sub. That's like kind of the equivalent. in for $10 for one of these made-to-order subs that have nothing on them, it's just bonkers. Again, we understand it is a theme park. It costs more to eat there. But it's an insult when you can pay $4 more go yep. go to any of the Wizarding World restaurants, get an absolutely phenomenal quick service meal – or you can save a couple bucks, and you can go and have such a terrible experience, like at Blondie's. It's, it's an insult to anyone goes through. Um, why they can't just start shutting down one restaurant at a time and fixing it up, changing the menu, is beyond me. This, it is, you know, I talked about how uh, last week I talked about how Universal has son done such a great job of. Not letting their attractions, for the most part, go into total disrepair. Um, They do a good job of realizing when something needs to go and updating it. But it's not that way for dining for some reason. And we had to suffer. And um, even, uh, again, like the hot dog I had, just completely miserable Knowing the, how gourmet hot dogs are made, thinking like, okay, if this is the gourmet hot dog spot in here, how can you ever compare that to Casey's in the Magic Kingdom? If we ever did a Universal versus Disney, on Casey's versus Blondie's, I oh would, lord, yeah, it's no question. It would it would be an insult to Disney yeah. to even try to compare them, saying, well, they're both in parks and they're both specialty dogs. It just just a complete insult. So, um, I. Uh, said it before and say it again um blondies avoid it like the absolute plague there is no no redeeming factors to it at all it's it's an embarrassment that it's there um i i I feel bad saying that but it's crap it it just needs to be shut down they can do put put t-shirts in the shop that would be a better yeah. that would be a better use of space as, it's
2: just, it, it it really is a shame though it, it it it's a shame that there isn't at least like one decent place over there that it's not i mean i can't speak for the other one cuz i haven't been there but I, it's just it I, I don't know it it should have everywhere should have something fun and good that goes along with it you know i, I
0: personally think blondie's should be a a salad sub shop with the the premier sandwich being the dagwood that is not pre-made, it should be a made to order thing every time stack like high. the
2: subway inside
0: exactly the yeah. subs the subs shouldn't be like let's use the bare bones amount of ingredients let's pack these things full I'm sorry we all know how much deli meat costs um right it's, yeah. it's not a surprise that you're completely getting ripped off here even for a theme park make it big make it bold have that option do made to order salads too. It's so simple and easy. I, I know they can do it because back in the team member grill that we would go to at every day, we had made-to-order salads there. <laughs> so it can be done, and it can be done easy. Um, and this would be – that's what, kind of what Universal needs. There's so much so much greasy, bad food still at those parks. They need a place where you can get just either a sandwich or a salad. Throw on some soups too. Even better. So, And I think this would be a perfect spot for it. But as of now, it's garbage. Stay away from it. Uh, You know, if you're going to Toon Lagoon, go to do the attractions and get out. Just run, run away, run away. So just, uh, you know. Okay, well, that was as entertaining as I remember. Uh, movie magic. I didn't sit here and watch that. I just started picking up talking from where I left off seconds ago, um, and I looked confused. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> you you'll have to watch it when it's already out there and see uh, see what you think about it. But really, it's the restaurant is just absolutely. awesome horrible in every way shape and form have you ever eaten there
1: i've never eaten there because i expected that it would be horrible in every way shape and form well good i'm glad you didn't waste your time with it um <laughs> and i'm glad that you confirmed my suspicions see we're we're all happy right yeah. now um
0: so instead of uh, continuing on and on and on with blondies i am done with it i'm putting it to bed and uh along with that i will put to bed this episode so uh tyler thank you so much for uh, sitting in and helping out with the news section i really thank do appreciate you. Thank it you. I, pre- yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Oh no, it was fun. It's glad yeah. to uh, glad to introduce you. So when uh, anytime you're out here uh, in Orlando visiting us and our team out here. You are always welcome on this show. Oh, thank you oh, so much. <laughs> You're very you. welcome. Yeah. And, of course, thank you to everyone out there who took the time to watch and listen to this. Um, you know, remember, if you need any more information, head over to disunplug.com. That is the home of our show notes page for this show and every other on the disunplugged podcast network. It will also have links to our email address, which is e- uh, uopodcast.com. At disunplug.com. That's it what is. it is. I got it. I snuck <laughs> it out. Uh, there's links to our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, so if you want to follow us on there, of course, do so. I highly recommend it. Uh, and, you know, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed to our channel because a lot of people forget to. Uh, and make sure you're leaving comments, feedback, what you think about Blondies, this, that, and the other. Uh, as well as uh, if you're on iTunes, make sure you're subscribed to that too. Rate and review us. We do appreciate it. So thank you so much to everyone out there. Again, uh, we do this every week because of you, and we hope you keep enjoying it. And that will keep us uh, coming back to do this. So uh, we that's going to do it for this one. We will see you again next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universe personal edition. Until then, remember, no resolutions. See ya.